That sounds good, Gabriel. I understand where you're coming from, and uh-huh. I love everything that you're saying. But look, dude, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say I'm okay with it. Um, I don't want to do that, or I can't do that, or because of the way that I feel about what it can do and all this other stuff for whatever reason. Plug XYZ reason mm-hmm. in there. But at the end of the day, you know what, Gabriel? I'm not going to do that. What was probably the uh, first thing that you would want to say to that person? I love you, and I understand you. And that's just a small sample of what you're going to get out of this podcast, because today, unlike any other podcast, we're not talking about food. We're not talking about, you know, exercise or politics or anything like that. Today, Gabriel Moreno, my new friend, we're going to yank the covers back and literally just get to the core of making peace with, with, you know, with all this crazy stuff and really just getting to the inside of knowing ourselves and lifting ourselves up when dealing with type two diabetes. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream as together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world world forever. So if no one's ever told you, let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted, that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms, and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now, if you ask someone stuck in the past, they tell you what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day, all because we chose life over type 2, and these are our stories. Now, on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives and the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that I have. So if you haven't already, go ahead and like, subscribe, share this information, and let's get on with the show. Hey, it's Davis. Are you a type 2 diabetic? Have you ever gone from like diet to diet, you know, with like these different ups and downs, and in the end, you just wanted the freedom to be yourself, right? Or maybe you're like me, where you've, you know, gone online, and you watch all these other people like Facebook groups or on the internet or whatever, completely turn a page, turn their lives around, and you're like wondering, like, Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure, and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever, and I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days.
Welcome to today's show. We've got Gabriel Moreno. Now, look, if you are a type 2 diabetic, whether you're just you know diagnosed, whether you've been struggling for years, or even if you're looking for that last tip or tweak to take your blood panel on over the top and absolutely crush it, um, what we're going to be doing today is actually sharing some awesome information from a gentleman that I had met through a Facebook group online. Let's give them a shout out. Um, look, there's a lot of these different diabetic groups out there. If you're anything like me, you go online looking for support, whether it's YouTube channels, podcast, well, you know, obviously podcasts, or even, um, you know, uh, different Facebook groups online or maybe even Pinterest groups. Um, you know, you've probably noticed that some people have like an all or nothing approach that if you can't follow you know like a dictator type thing that they automatically kick you out and thank goodness i've been kicked out of plenty of those <laughs> so many times just <laughs> bit by being honest and like sharing what's actually happening to the point where i've actually kind of whittled things down to um really just a couple of diabetic groups that really kind of like step away from that and really embrace everybody and one of the huge um one of the one of the best groups that I found online is going to be a group by the name of Diabetes Support, and the gentleman that we're going to talk to here today, um, our friend and family member Gabriel, is a gentleman that I actually just made friends with shortly, or you know, just recently, um, really just because I had shared some information. He was just like, "Hey, you're cool," and I'm like, "Hey, you're cool too." And the next thing you know, um, you know, here we are. Um, and it really just because there isn't any one thing is better than another. It really is just about us in this journey. And if you can simply understand that, I think what you're going to be getting out of today is going to be priceless. So welcome, my friend Gabriel. How are you, brother? Davis, thank you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, it's just a, truly an honor. I want to welcome everybody that's listening it's on this uh, beautiful Sunday here in Southern California. Uh, like I said, Davis, I can't thank you enough for giving me this opportunity to be on your forum here and you know, uh, just communicating with the people and and just 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 telling my story. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's well. Hey, man. At the end of the day, uh, I think you and I, brother, we're just we're just regular dudes, right? We're oh, just yeah. kind of like living our lives. And I think that I think that that's what's really going to make a huge uh, difference. You know, for anyone, really, for all of us, really together. And so, yeah, let's just jump right into that, brother. So, if you don't mind me asking, like, how and where did your journey with type two, like, where did it start? Were did you have like family members or did you really come into type two when you were diagnosed? No, I, uh, my journey started maybe about 15 years ago. Um, my mom, uh, passed away from, uh, diabetes complications. Wow. Uh, I saw her struggles, uh, firsthand, but, um, I didn't really understand her struggles really. Uh, she was a type two. I just remember her, uh, injecting her insulin, taking her meds, uh, checking her, checking herself on her meter. And that's about all I saw from the okay. beginning. And, uh, I started noticing, uh, these, uh, these, these things that were happening to her, uh, her eyesight was, uh, becoming, becoming, uh, just obsolete. It was, it, it started taking off on her and I saw her go into some dark days and the funny thing is, I remember uh, going to a, a, a an auction out in uh, San Francisco and telling her that I'd be back in a few days. Uh, we had a uh, small family business that, that my parents worked in, myself, my wife, everybody was involved. So I went to this uh, equipment auction 
and this was, I believe, on a Friday in uh, in early September of uh, 13 years ago. Um, so on Saturday morning, I called her to tell her I was there and see how she was doing. And my dad told me that she had checked her stuff into the hospital because of an abscess that was really bothering her around her midstation area where we tend to uh, buckle our pants. Mm-hmm. Um, so she never made it home. She stopped breathing, uh, went into coma, and we were left with a decision of uh, what to do. Um, my dad decided that it was best that we no longer keep her on life support, so she took off. And after that, I felt a little weird about diabetes, which was really interesting to me. I started thinking, wow, it, she didn't look, you know, uh, death material, mm-hmm. you know. Um, she was sick, but, I mean, she still handled her business. So years went on. What was going on? 15 years go by. For me now, from now to 15 years back when I went to the doctor and the doctor told me, hey, look, uh, you look like you're pre-diabetic. I need you to cut down on certain things, uh, so on and so on. The same old, uh, I feel that we get the same old mumbo jumbo. I'm sorry for talking just kind of blandly like that, but we, it's like a big confusion. I mean, we know what it is, but we're we're confused. So I get out of there with a list of things that I can't do now. So uh, I'm thinking, okay, well, I, I can handle this. I can do this. Um, and I went back to my old ways of uh, just my portions were out of control. My I had a, a, a love for soda. Yeah. Soda was my go-to drink. All the time, anytime. Um, I didn't smoke, thank God. I don't smoke. But just portion sizes, uh, and then uh, I am uh, I'm a Me- I'm Mexican, so we tend to have these outrageous parties with all kinds of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we 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 love to eat and drink and just continue to eat. Some of the best parties. So, yeah, right. So I continued my lifestyle of, um, I don't want to say out of control, but to no measure. And nobody there to uh, to tell me that I was uh, doing certain things that were affecting my body. So I went to my doctor maybe two years after that. And he told me again, the same thing, your A1C levels are rising from the previous two years. Uh, once again, keep in mind, I'm not feeling anything. I am, uh, being a dad, being a husband, going to work, uh, paying my bills. I'm just, I'm enjoying life. Yeah. Uh, another two years go by and now I have a, uh, little complication of nonstop urination at all day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the restroom. I'm peeing like a faucet. I'm thirsty all the time. I am in a, a mood that nobody can be around with. I'm just, nobody can stand me. But I continue to be how I am. Now, uh, 
fast forward to that time where it is getting getting pretty crazy uh, in my in my disease now. So um, there are things happening. Uh, we are uh, experiencing the economy going south, and all the stress starts to come in of managing the business, managing your family life, managing yourself. Plus, keep in mind, I'm already pre or maybe even a little more advanced. And all this hits me in one shot. All these things start to hit me in one shot. And I feel I go into a uh, turmoil of uh, maybe a little depression because I can't seem to handle all the events going around in my life because I'm feel I'm not thinking clearly. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking grayish. I'm thinking, uh, I can't think clearly for, to make certain decisions. And I don't know why, uh, I go back to my doctor and my A1C is in the 13 range, Whoa. uh, which is pretty high. According to my doctor, according to some of the research I'm doing now, I'm taking it a little bit more serious now. And, I am cutting back on soda completely. Um, the food portions is where I start to struggle with, but I get myself involved in a, I through my insurance of Kaiser, uh, some education classes that they offer, which are great. And I'm sitting in this class once a week for two hours, and they're explaining how diabetes uh, takes its toll. It's like a like a silent killer, you know, because it lets you function until it doesn't let you function, really. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm taking all these classes. I'm reading all this wonderful material. I am bringing some of this stuff home. Um, they give me a, a portion plate there. They, they offer this plate. I bring it home. Um, I'm still struggling because of the... Food that's being offered at home uh, is, like, again, I said, for, I have kids. I have a wife who is non-diabetic, my kids as well. And I tend to eat what, what they're eating. So it's, it's really a mix of emotions. Uh, so I start, I, I go to my doctor with that, with that issue, and he tells me straight out and says, hey, look, you need to make changes for yourself, basically. You're number one. You're the most important piece here. Uh, you need to get a hold of this, but it's, it's not an easy road. It's, it's, it's difficult. So once again, I start looking for, uh, I start looking for material and it's slowly starting to come in. Uh, I start picking up some exercise. I start going for morning walks, um, watching my food portions. I'm eliminating certain things. Uh, my numbers are getting met. Also, I, I forgot to mention, I get put on uh, metformin mm-hmm. twice a day, and I go from there for now. So uh, numbers are getting better. Like I said, my exercise is picking up. Uh, my food is, my portions are better. Soda is completely out of the way. So I was able to manage my A1C to like a 6.0. That's good. Uh Yes, doctor was happy. I'm happy. Uh, good things are happening. Thirteen to six—that's huge. Yes, but once again, your mind is the most trickiest 
I don't know if it's a muscle. Uh, it can be it can be a deceiver. It can take you to places where you're like, yeah, I'm a six You know, bring it on. Yeah. Let me let me, let me work myself back up to a thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. ask me why I couldn't explain to you why. So here I am, feeling like I'm at a uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain ride on a roller coaster, going up, going down, feeling a certain way. Uh, it's not going my way again. I uh, develop more complications. Now I got some of these abscesses that I remember seeing on my mom. I'm carrying them now. It's it's getting ugly. Oh wow. Once again, once again, I take control. Uh, this time my doctor advises that it might be time for me to uh, get on a uh, insulin. So he, he puts me on a uh, slow-acting insulin because of my work schedule. Uh, my hours and times are a little different than everybody's. Mm, so it's working out. I go back to my, my ways of controlling myself, um, trying to keep uh, a slow, uh, a low stress amount on me. Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, I have teenage kids. And as of right now, my uh, A1C is at 6.4. Okay. Uh, that was in uh, September. Right on. So I am controlling as best I could. Uh, I am not perfect, nor do I claim to be perfect, nor do I uh, tell others um, how to maintain or how to take care of themselves. The only thing that has worked for me is a lot of walking and leaving sodas. Sodas, yeah. if... I can advocate about soda. Sodas are, wow, it's, they, they are horrible. Um, but just leaving those two things, and obviously as you, as you feel better, you make wiser decisions in regards to uh, your, your food. It's just, um, you know, sometimes I, I, I would find myself putting something in my mouth when I really, really wasn't hungry. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a uh, habit, sort of like a, I don't know if it was either because I was nervous, because I was anxious, because I was uh, feeling a certain way. I wanted to uh, find something. Yeah. And slowly but surely, I've been working with my doctor and we've been uh, controlling some of those urges and just being able to talk about them has really helped me. Because I'm I'm coming to find out that I'm not the only one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh let's talk about that. It's so funny that you had shared that because another uh gentleman that I'm friends with on um Instagram actually said the same exact thing, right? So yeah, let's let's put that out there. So as far as some of those urges, right? Um how were how what were some of the things that you were able to do that really just kinda help you tackle that? Well, I, st- I started looking into okay if uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna want to crave something or if I'm gonna want to you know uh, at work somebody brings something over or you know you want to put your hands on oh let me taste this oh let me get let me get some of this I, I started carrying uh, some almonds in my pocket I picked up at a, a local Costco and you know they're individually packed and you know if if, if obviously if I wanna if I want a snack on something I 
you know, I get three or four almonds and it takes away the urge. I, I guess it's sort of like someone that smokes and wants to quit. Mm-hmm. It, it, it becomes difficult for them. Uh, I was talking to my brother who, who was a longtime smoker and he doesn't smoke. He hasn't smoked for the last seven years. Oh, and wow. I remember asking him basically like maybe last week or so. I go, hey, so how'd you, you know, really, how'd you quit? He said, I bought a bunch of lollipops and I just continued to unwrap lollipops and I broke the cycle. So I kind of took that. I remember thinking about that and saying, hey, wait a minute. Well, you know, I, I got to do something. Why do I always feel if I, you know, if I'm in the kitchen, I'm in there to eat something. No, I'm I'm in the kitchen for multiple reasons. And, you know, I might be pinning something on the fridge or something. Uh, but it was it was they're just habits that that we that we developed through the years. And, you know, you walk in the kitchen and there's there's pots and pans there with, you know, at my house, there's always a, a pot of beans always you know, in yeah. every Mexican household. So, you know, you you lift these lids and you're like, oh, cool. Like, let me get a spoon. Let me taste this. And like sometimes you don't even need it. Yeah, yet you're, you're, you're putting that spoonful in your mouth. So little things like that that you can catch and identify, then kind of right before you do them, you 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 tend to say, hey, wait a minute. You know, am I really hungry or am I just wanting to fulfill something? And And the more that I thought about it and the more that I practiced this, I was able to let go of a bunch of things. You oh, know, uh, it's, 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 it's just it's just uh, it's just so unique. And you always think you're the only one that, that, that has this that has this trait or that does this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, like I said, I joined this wonderful group, the diabetic support, diabetes support. Um, a little bit over a year ago and through many shares and posts and getting to know a lot of wonderful people, I, I've been able to identify with them and see that this journey is filled with, with, with a bunch of diabetics who really don't want to be diabetics, but I mean, it's, it's, it's the hand we're dealt with sometimes. So Mm -hmm. we have to find a positive in everything, you know, what is, what is, you know, what is our purpose? And through that, I've, I've, I've slowly been able to help myself and just uh, sometimes smile at this journey that I'm at and, and not really see it for, for the bad that, that, that I would want to see it for where I would just feel horrible. I would feel alone in a room full of people. Yeah, you, you know, know let's, it, let's talk about that for a second. When you say purpose, right, because it's something that we all – hear about online and people like oh yeah you know like find your purpose or find your why or (laughs) whatever so let's let's i mean let's call it for what it is brother like how how did you do that like what 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 was the what was the thing that was playing in your head that said okay dude like here's why i'm doing this and like here's the next step i'm gonna take i mean i feel um i was blessed to have an ability to uh, see people for who they are, what they are, and I'm really easygoing. Um, my job is in the sales area, so I need to talk. I need to constantly have eye contact with people and, you know, uh, be able to push a certain product to them. And I work in the printing industry, so um, there's always a lot of communication. So when it came down to... To being able to uh, express to people how I was feeling 
and also listen to them and their journeys, it, 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 it became easy. Um, and just listening to, uh, to a lot of, uh, a lot of people, men and women that, that were suffering, you know, from this disease. And sometimes, you know, all we need is a, Hey, you know what? I, I, I totally understand you. I totally get you. Um, we're all just needing a little, a little TLC, like they say, a little love, a little, a little panda back, a little, you know, hey, you know what, I, I, I get you, or, you know, I've had my days like this, and, you know, they're not always uh, bright and sunny, and, you know, but it, it's, it's, people need affection, you know, from, yeah. from others, and, and we may be so wrapped up in our, in our relationship at home with our kids, and sometimes uh, you're the, in my case, I'm the father figure, I'm never supposed to be sick, I'm supposed to be the, 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 the man, you know, and then it, it's, it's hard. It's hard to, to fill the shoes. If you're feeling, you're feeling down and out and, 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 you know, and you're looking at your wife of 20 years and saying, Hey, you know what? I, I'm really not feeling uh, this. I'm, I'm, I mean, we need to really start focusing on, uh, and getting myself some help and stuff. And, you know, she's been a real support. Uh, she's endured a lot, but, She's hanging in and through progress that I'm making, I'm, I'm feeling better. And I, that's why I love to share, you know, with others, you know, my story. And they also have a story that, that needs to be heard. And, and I'm, I'm all ears sometimes to hear, to listen, to, to take in some of their, some of their stuff they're carrying inside. And it, it can be a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. You know, let's, let's talk about that. Cause I'm sure that when people are going to hear this, they're going to be like, you know what, Gabriel, I see that you're coming from the heart. I love everything you have to say. However, I'm, I'm not a salesperson. And so because of that, <laughs> let's, let's get to the other part of it where you, I think you hit the nail on the head without even saying it. When we talk about purpose, whether it was maybe the reality that you would saw that you had been with, with your mom, or, or maybe even just when you look at your wife in the eyes or your kids in the eyes, like what about them? And what about you being a type two diabetic and what about you fulfilling your purpose when you think about them? Like what, what is it? How did you turn that around? Like, how did you put those pieces together? And like, what does that look like for you? Well, in one instance where I was, uh, I was going to get a minor surgery and my, uh, blood sugar that morning was in the five hundreds. My doctor said, you know what? You don't need to be in surgeries. You need to be in emergency. <laughs> so he didn't even let me put my clothes on. I was already dressed in the uh, robe to go to uh, surgery. Uh, and he said, you know what? I uh, just called the nurse. We're going to get your wheelchair and you're on your way to emergencies. Uh, we just contacted your wife. She's outside and she will meet you there. Whoa. So... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I, I went downstairs to emergencies. I checked in. I was in awe because, like I said, I didn't feel bad, but uh, I guess I was. And they retested me just to make sure. Sure enough, I was, you know, 515, 525. So I remember her walking in and said, hey, Gabe, you know what? Um, you're reminding me of your mom. This doctor knew your your mom, or your, yes. your wife said that. Yes, 
yes, my my the doctor. Uh, you remind me a lot of your mom that, you know, they're strong people, but you're you're not caring. You're not caring for the ones that love you. So I kind of stood, you know, kind of, kind of wow. down, kind of, uh, yeah. kind of, kind of upset. I started getting a mixed feeling of, wait a minute, like, you know, I, I really, really need to make these changes. And what's my purpose here? What, you know, am I just going to live out this short life and, and die? You know, I'm not even going to see my kids finish high school and, you know, enter college and, you know, uh, be these humans that 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 I've taught them to be, uh, you know, decent human beings and respectful and hard workers. And I'm, I'm going to miss out on that stuff. Why? Because I just don't want to, you know, go with the plan. Wow. So it just it, it, it kind of just. It kind of just messed on me, and like I said, I, I started to to have a purpose to to want to wake up, to want to feel good, to want to continue smiling, and I I, I don't want to die. Um, I mean, I know I don't have control over that, mm-hmm. but I don't want to die through these complications of this disease if I can if I can do something about it. Yeah, that that's the thing. I if I can, you know, not drink that two liter bottle of soda today. Hey, I didn't drink it today, but I I want to be able to help myself. That that's that's you know my purpose and what I want to share with others is you know find what works for you and find what helps you and you know test your numbers as many times as possible. I remember testing up to like fifteen times. You know, when I was when I was first learning once again to start eating, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I ate this. OK, let me check an hour. Let me check two hours. Did it bring me back down to where when I started? Um, I hear a lot of people saying, well, I'm not, you know, within the numbers. I, I want to be at 90 every time. You know, you can't sometimes be at those numbers, but you right. got to find a, you got to find yourself a, a a happy medium, like we say. Um, you want to wake up, you want to fast, you want to wake up fasting at 90 to 120 is what works for me. Mm-hmm. 90 to 120. If I have a, a breakfast, if I have a lunch, I don't want to be over 180. Right. So, you know, I, I, I'm working towards, towards my numbers. Yeah. Towards numbers that, towards numbers that keep me feeling good. Yeah, uh, I know there's been a few times where I eat something and it, it, it just puts me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, bam, like, wait a minute. Like, I just ate 10 minutes ago and I'm on the couch falling asleep. That to me does da- that's that that does damage. to That's damage. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny yeah, that you say damage. that it's crazy that you say that about the whole, you know, the the 80 between 80 and 100 or 120, because that is actually the truth. Like that's the way it needs to be because the truth of the matter is, is the more that we actually uncover and see what our body is trying to tell us. Yeah, it feels good. And we're going to have streaks of doing that, you know, hitting, you know, 80 to 90 or whatever. That's normally for me, you know, 80 to 90 is my norm when I wake up. However, you're a hundred percent right. Some days 
it's just going to be way off. It depends on, you know, how did you sleep? Did you get stressed? What did you have for dinner? You know what I mean? Like what, uh, depending on even what's weird is, is even like the different types of exercise that you may have had the day before and how much your body is trying to compensate overnight as you're sleeping, all of that stuff plays a huge role. And so, yeah, you're hundred percent correct. Hey, give yourself a window. If it doesn't necessarily land within the window, it's all good. Just like you said, embrace what your body's trying to tell you and then be like, all right, cool. You know, like, yeah, it, here's my range. And then that's it. It's sort of like, we got to get to know ourselves again. Yeah. You know, it's, that's the, the amazing part. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm me. I know me. No, we don't. We have to work at getting to know what works for us. with this with this just with this group in particular you know i'll I'll read a few posts of you know guys and gals that 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 you know are in the 150s are in the 120s and they're they're working at it but excuse me but they 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 lose their the 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 happiness of it they're they're upset they're stressed out and do you think with that stress they're putting on themselves, it's only building a little bit more stress on them? It is. You know? So the, the next day they're waking up in the 180s or and, and then it's, it gets a little harder to control. You know, yeah, sit back, take a deep breath, meditation. Uh, it's just, it's a bunch of things that you need to try. Like, And it goes back to get to know yourself. What works for you? You know, go out there. Sometimes I go out and do a little bit of gardening work and I feel good. I didn't yeah. have to run three or four miles right no i i went out for 45 minutes i cleaned up my garden i go and check my numbers and they're the same as if i'd have, I'd have went four miles dude it's crazy how something so simple sometimes can be so relaxing Expected. and then meditative and dude yeah like you said it drops the numbers like crazy and you're like i thought i had to do a million calories in intervals or i thought <laughs> i had to run like four or five miles or no, dude, I was just cleaning up the garden real quick. The flowers look way better. I Half the time I was probably watering them. I wasn't even doing like real exercise anyway. Yeah. And then the numbers but, come out great. You know what I mean? That's that's so cool that you say that. Yeah, but I had a, I had a beautiful state of mind. I was in a, in a good place. Mentally, I was feeling okay. I was telling myself that I was feeling okay. Telling myself that it's going to be okay. Telling myself I'm not alone in this journey. You know, oh uh, this is it's just it, it can be it can be it can be a beautiful thing. But it can also, like I said before, take you to a place where many of us don't want to be and don't want to feel. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's hard to get out of the out of the funk. Like they say, you yeah. got to get out of the funk. But, you know, I, I've, I've also noticed this is another funny thing that I'm going to bring it up is, hmm. you know, if my football team is losing, I'm stressed out. <laughs> I check my numbers and they're way up there and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah you're, you're all pissed off yelling at your TV. So it, it's all how we, how we perceive things and how we do things. And it's just, uh, it's, 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 this disease is just, it's a, it's a, a disease of understanding. We have to just oh, understand man. it, understand it. And, and I mean, get to know it and just, you know, uh, I've also heard, I don't know if it's a proven fact that when you're over happy, you can also trigger stuff within our bodies. So it's, it's one of those up and downs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that where I'm at today, I'm able to share with people. I'm able to meet people like yourself. I'm able to uh, visualize things and, and Hey, I, it's just a simple little me. 
that's it. That's that's who I want to be, and that's who I am, and that's I'm okay with that. Dude, that's priceless, man. And you know, it's, so wait, wait, let's take a real quick step back because you dropped so much gold right now. So, um, okay, so we talked obviously about the and first off, let me just take two steps back. What you said about doing other things that absolutely have nothing to even do with food to drive your blood sugar down. That is so priceless. I think that for a lot of us, at least I know I did in my journey, there were times where I would look at my numbers. I wouldn't even think of anything else other than food. And then it caused me to stress out even more. And because I had this goofy relationship with food, I would like beat myself up like over and over. And I'd be like, I'm doing it all wrong. And when the truth of the matter is, is, there's just different parts that were moving around that I wasn't putting together. And a lot of times it's like not even our fault. Like if you're, if you're, if your football team loses, that's not your fault. I mean, obviously us maybe reacting the way that we do, you know, we're all human or whatever. Right. And so it's all good. So I do, I appreciate you saying that, but let's talk about something like that. And when it came to soda, because man, soda is a son of a gun, right? Like soda, yes. man. So how did you tackle that? Cause that, that's a beast. So how did you, how did you get over that? Um, I tackled that listening. I tackled that feeling it. I tackled that seeing it. I tackled it in numerous ways. I, um, uh, funny thing is I will share something really, really small again is I remember when we would have, uh, lunch we would have dinner at home i would have my own two liter soda wow my family my family had their soda but i had mine where this was this soda was next to me and i would fill up my cup with ice and drink it and fill it up i i I just i would sit and drink a two liter drink with my dinner meal so that's the part I mean about how would I tackle that? Uh, it was pretty hard because it can be, I guess, like a uh, drug, I guess. Um, and I remember it messing with me like, come on, you can drink me. Come on, you can have one drink, you know? Yeah, so how, and how, did, how did you get over that? I just I grew a pair of balls, like they say. <laughs> I grew a pair of balls and I I uh I said it's either this or my life or this. Ooh. Because that was a big time issue in my numbers. Soda was a big time issue in my numbers. And anybody that asked me, "Hey, you know, how'd you uh how'd you how'd you control your numbers?" I always number one to me is soda. Mm-hmm. Soda, you know, we have rice, we have potatoes, we have bread, we have all that. But to me, it's soda. Soda. Uh, I will say soda in capitals. Soda. So did you um, did you just go from like a two liter bottle to like a gallon of water, or did you go from like soda to like diet soda to you know iced tea or something, and then water, or like how how did how did that like work out? Like what did you do? I went from soda. I went to started sharing my soda. There you go. At the table. Yeah. Uh, to the point where we no longer buy soda. Yeah. So you will not find soda at my house. But I didn't really like the teas. I didn't really like the diet drinks. Um, I don't like the uh, sweeteners. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I think they're fake. And obviously, they're fake. They say they're fake sweeteners. So I don't like nothing fake. I like the real deal. You know, if you're going to give me soda, I'm going to drink soda. Yeah. Um, I, I, I never really went for the diet stuff or the sweeteners or, you know, stuff like that. I just had to make a decision and say, do you want to live or do you want to die? And this is part of the stuff that's killing you. So I did not let it go like from one day to the next. No, I, I just started sharing. I started cutting down. Uh, my wife does some of the grocery shopping and she stopped buying soda. They stopped drinking soda because of me. Yeah. So they don't drink soda. So uh, there's no sodas here. When we go out to, uh, to lunch or to dinner or to breakfast, we mostly drink water. Dude, that's cool. And water is my kids are really involved in sports. So they weren't really digging the soda from the beginning. Uh, and I jumped on their bandwagon for water. And now if you see me, I will have water in my containers all the time. You know, what's really cool about that. Um, you know, as, as parents, uh, a lot of times, like what we do, um, our kids, whether we realize it or not in one way or another, they follow our footsteps. Right. Right. And they see what we do. Yeah. And it's, it's, what's really cool. That's really just kind of like clicked in my head right now is that, you know, your, your mother, had you know had battled this disease naturally you in one way or another in a few different ways right we're literally following in her footsteps the beautiful thing about you sharing even just that water story as simplistic as it sounds is you know you're you're actually breaking the cycle that cycle for your kids <laughs> my mom it's funny how you're bringing this up too my mom uh would have a big gulp in her desk I remember, I remember her big gulps. That was her thing. And it's funny how I, I, I visualized all that and saw that and followed that until the cycle was broken. Like you just said. And it's funny how I have all these memories, but I'm thinking, wow, like, you know, that, that, that led to uh, a, a part of her, of her disease, of her journey. And I, I remember thinking, okay, well, what do I have to do to 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 live? And like I said, I will always repeat soda. Soda right is the, the number one, the the thing that that I believe has helped my numbers go drastically down. Yeah, you know, you also brought um, up uh, you also brought up um, two things, right? So you also brought up uh, actually a couple of things. So like uh, you know, portion sizes, the fact that you're you know. Mexican food, look, like if you live anywhere in the world and you've been ever exposed to Mexican food, some of the best food in the world is Mexican food. So when it comes to that and even portion sizes, so how, what are you doing to kind of like tackle that or, or what, what are you doing? to kind uh, of like? Well, for instance, if we are having, uh, we, we tend to eat all our food with tortillas. Mm-hmm. So if I was eating, eight to 10 tortillas per city. I only have one now. Right on. You know, I, I, I haven't completely went away to not having food or not having, because I think the the mind also um, needs some sort of uh, satisfaction. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't been able to jump on any of these types of diets that are all over the place because I'm, 
not really sure of them and I'm 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 still facing some of the challenges but you know I I've learned another thing I've learned in the class but just my portions from I went from 8 to 10 tortillas to one or two uh I also I'm I I I write I write and uh, I'm right-handed mm-hmm. so when I eat now I eat with my left hand oh trip out I eat with my left hand, so I, 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 I grab smaller portions, and I make sure that I have to get to my mouth without dropping because I'm not left-handed. To get to my mouth, I chew on my food more now, um, and I, I start to actually visualize and see my food. I am not; my eyes aren't everywhere. My eyes are on my plate, and I'm looking at the colors of my food. It's funny. I'm looking at the colors of my food, the texture, the layers. So I'm eating. I am savoring my food now, and then I swallow it. So I I eat a little bit slower now, and it, it has helped me because I, I get full. Yeah. Yeah. No, I that, get full. Dude, that's... I'm full. That's totally cool, man. I mean, you know, we look around depending on, you know, how much we're looking around we do. There's so many different psychological mm-hmm. things from changing the color of the plates. Um, that one's mm-hmm. cool. Using your opposite hand. You know what I mean? Yes. To eat. Uh, I could totally see that. Um, and then, you know, when it comes to walking, it's kind of funny. Like, you know, for me, I was always kind of like the token fat kid or whatever. And so I know that for a lot of folks when we think of exercise, it's like, ah, you know what I mean? Like, so you, I noticed that you didn't bring up like, you know, yeah, I, get, I do CrossFit or yeah, I do intervals. You brought up walking, which I think, which was actually like the big catalyst for me. Right. Um, what, what kind of, like when you do walk, right. Like, what does that look like? Like, how did you start out? Uh, I start out by stretching. Most importantly, I do a few stretches. I get warmed up. I get come my comfortable shoes. Um, I, I, I'm always thinking I'm going to be out. So I need to be comfortable. That's that I, I give a lot of thoughts now to certain things. I don't just jump into them anymore. So it's right. kind of like I'm, I'm training myself again. And that's what I mean about getting to know yourself, get to know yourself on even the smallest levels. Okay. I'm going to be out on the street. I got to get my comfort shoes on my glasses, my hat. I look at the weather. How hot is it? Is it sunny? Uh, I, I look at all that now. I, it's part of my day now. So I'm out there, I stretch, and then I just, you know, I, I put my headphones on and I I start putting myself in a happy place. Because if you're not used to doing any type of exercise, you're upset already. Yeah, You're mad. You're bothered. I have a million things to do, but none. But yet, so when I'm, but so yet true. when I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go out and exercise all the I got to do all these things now. No, you don't because this is more important. So you start to train yourself and you start with baby steps. You go one or two blocks around the block around get to know uh, not literally get to know your neighbors, but you know see who they are and and just walk around and just you know look at trees and 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 look at you know, people installed new fences and, and your neighbors and and your journey will take you more. Sooner than you know, you're like, hey, wait a minute, I'm three miles from home. Whoa. Yeah. But it's a, it's a, they're gradual steps. They're gradual steps. And don't expect or don't wait for your spouse. Don't wait for your kids. If you want to get it done, you got to get it done. 
it's 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 about you you know uh like they say uh, there is a, there is a good thing as good selfish being a good selfish you know you you got to be selfish for 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 your health for your benefit well not only that i think uh, uh another person that i was talking to um, here today, Jeanette, I think she had actually kind of said it perfect. She goes, if you really care about the people that you love, right, who's going right. to be there? Who's going to do it for them when you're not there? Exactly. And I was like, exactly. oh, dang. You know, and she goes, wow. yeah. So she goes, if you really want to give to them and you're the one that's like making it happen for them, well, guess what? You got to give to you got to give to yourself because if you're not there, no one else is going to do it for you. And I was like, oh, dang. You know, right. So true. Right. Man. Right. on. You know, and let me ask you this, man. So when it comes to food, um, exercise or even like, you know, like equipment and stuff like that, or even like apps or, you know, um, like testing and stuff like that, what would what would you say are going to be like the easiest and at the same time, the most effective like tools, tips and like strategies and just things that you put in place that that are simple, easy to apply, but that made a huge difference for you? Uh, I think my cell phone is very important. I can uh, download. Uh, I have the Nike app, which is just something simple. And, you know, I, I turn it on and it's going to tell me how far, how many steps I've done. You know, it's going to keep a log as to what activities I can go back as far as a month and see my my how many miles I did in that month. Um, just just use the resources that are out there for you. Uh you know, sometimes we just tend to to stay. We're, we're we're creatures of habit, like they say, right? We we just we just keep ourselves in one bubble, and we never get out of the bubble. We 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 have to seek, we have to search, we have to look, we have to, you know, once again get to know ourselves. You know, start thinking outside the box. Start, you know, uh, thinking bigger, bigger, yeah, think big, think huge. And that has helped me a lot. But that also comes, Davis, with clarity. You know, when my numbers are to the ceiling, I, I, I'm not clear. I, I don't think clearly, bro. I, I, I get fogged up. I, I, so I don't want to return to that state now. Is If I'm in a good place, I, I believe me, I know how to get there. And it's not pretty, but I, I don't want to be there. So I continue every day to, to say if I, if I walked per se you know, 50 miles in two or three weeks. And, you know, I want to do 55 my next month. You know, I, I, I want to always top myself and just, you know, grow. It's, it's just growth and getting to know myself. But, you know, as, as for what I can share of what has worked for me is just my phone and uh, numerous apps that are out there to help us out. And mostly though, is these, these groups that are online, just, you know, the, the people get to know the people and, you know, uh, there's always someone out there that can inspire you. And there is someone out there that you can inspire. Uh, we're, that's, we're definitely going to talk about that, too, here in just a split second. But before we do, there's something that you touched on that we definitely I just want to like maybe like peel back a couple of layers on real quick. So. When you say I know how to get myself there and it ain't always pretty, um, I think mm -hmm. a really cool part of like getting to know ourselves is understanding the light and the dark. 
You know what I mean? Right. Um, and yeah. so I know at least for me that kind of came because, you know, uh, I was always, I used to always beat up on myself and if something didn't work out or I didn't see the numbers that I wanted, um, not only was I disappointed, depending on what was going on or like how I felt or whatever, dude, there was times I would just take it out on myself. You know what I mean? Right. I, I yeah. ate bad or, or I would like demean myself. Um, but in the same breath, I would be lying through my teeth if I didn't end up using that as fuel because I, it allowed me to go so deep where I beat myself up so bad. I was like, all right, cool. All right, Davis. So like, what are you saying? And why are you saying it? Let's just tackle that mug straight. You know what I mean? Like if you're really going to do this, like if we, if I'm being honest about, with myself, like if I'm gonna go that deep and I'm just going to beat my head over a rock. All right, cool. Where did it really get me? Like, exactly. But you know see what I mean? how, how you were the ones to say to my, to say to yourself, after you did it, hey, wait a minute, like you were able to get back. A lot of us can't get back and we just continue to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And I don't deserve this. And I'm I'm not worthy of having these things. I'm not worthy of being happy. You know, it gets us further in. And that's the thing that I've had to work with. I, those are the things that I have to backtrack on. You know, I, I my mind didn't work like a lot of people's and we're all different. You know, if I was feeling a certain way and then I, you know, I ate something I wasn't supposed to, I didn't have that guilt. To me, that felt like, yeah, that's what you need. You deserve that. Okay. The, 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 the bad part of it. And I never was able to get out and say, hey, wait a minute. You know what? I'll start tomorrow again because I don't want to be here. Well, you're you know? not. The good news is, you, I mean, obviously everyone can tell, but just by even like, you know, your enthusiasm and stuff, you're clearly not in that place now. Like, how did you... <laughs> How did you exactly. dig yourself out? Like, what what did you do? Uh, I just had to work, bro. I had to work. And, and mostly what it is is knowledge. You have to know that it's okay to feel like that. But it's also okay to help yourself. It's also okay to seek help. It's also okay to know that you're not just fighting one thing. You can be fighting multiple, multiple things. And, in, 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 you know, diabetes and mental health go hand in hand. So... It's it's a it's a matter of seeking help and thought process and you know why do I feel I'm not worthy of being happy Ooh, you know hey so it's one. it's a combination of things that you really have to tackle and you really have to bring them up to life and and you it's a hard it's a hard topic to talk about and it's a hard topic to bring up. But once it's brought up and once you seek help and once you understand that others understand, then it, it helps you grow again. It helps you become whole. It helps you. There are some things that were beyond your control that put you in that bad spot. And you have to realize that it's not your fault. And forgiveness is a lot of uh, a, a lot of things that you have to do. You have to forgive yourself for a lot of things that you know, that, that played a, played a part in your life. And in order to move on, you have to seek help. And it's, it's not going to happen overnight. It's, it's not going to be overnight. You didn't get to where you are overnight. So right. you have to backtrack it a little and backtrack it and keep working. And whatever you think got you there really didn't get you there. There's more in be There's more in there and you got to find it. And trust me, I, I, I work with my therapist as well, and we go through stuff, and I'm at the end of the session when I'm in my car about to pull out. I'm thinking, wow, I, I did something good today. I, I, I found something that, that I didn't even know that was 
that was part of my issue. Dude, and that's, that's where this is where my journey has taken me. It's so crazy that you say that too, because um, mm-hmm. you know, when when I was really trying to um so for me, it's cool that you say that the whole, you know, I know these things about these different diets and I don't know if I really trust <laughs> and and to be totally honest, you know, for me, I was kind of like the opposite. I just, I kept trying over and over and over, you know what I mean? And it, it yeah. I took a lot of good there's, I mean, obviously every diet has different pros and cons, right? But in the end of the, right. at the end of the day, I think what you're saying is a hundred percent true because me doing that. Sure. I got a lot of wins. I will, I'll never take any win from any type two diabetic whatsoever. Okay. Like if you're on a diet, you love your diet, whatever, high five, love, hallelujah. It's all good. In the same right. breath. I just, I, I'd be lying through my teeth if I didn't admit that if you were to tell me Davis, you now have to eat the same way, the same thing, every single meal, every single day <laughs> for the rest of your life. I'd be like, and the I'll tell you right now, depending on where I was in all those different diets, there's going to be a time where I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, I'm down. I'm cool. Like, let's do it. But in the end, like, no, nah, it's just not going to work. And so it's cool. Yeah, you screw yourself. That. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the crazy part about that is, is that, um, you know, when you say the whole uh, I'm talking to my therapist thing. What ended up clicking for me is that I got so upset after failing diet after diet that I literally, this is going to sound weird, but I'm just being super honest. I just t- took all my, um, my insecurities and my low self-esteem and I took it out on food saying, Hey, look, like if this is what's, if this is what you're saying, like, why are you saying it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why is this, if, how, how can, how can I set this on fire to see what's real? You know what I mean? Right. And then right. I, I ended up finding out, um, instead of jumping through all these different hoops, I started looking at all these different diets and just started asking a question. Like, do you guys help type two diabetics? Cool. How do you do it? And what foods are you using specifically? You know what I mean? Like if, if I'm a mm-hmm. type two diabetic and you're saying that you help type two diabetics control their blood sugar, all right, cool. What foods on this diet don't spike my blood sugar or spike it very little? You know what I mean? And then yeah. the more that I started looking at all these different diets, they I just found that they all had the same foods in common. So I started there and the next thing you know, I was able to like shortcut all these different diets or whatever. But what was weird about that is that it became so simple. It In the beginning, it was kind of like a self-confidence thing and it built like a little bit of security thing. But then what ended up happening is is exactly what you said, because it was so simple and so direct that I was like, wait a minute. And part of my head was like, no, this is not real. And I'm like, dude, any like a seven year old could say, show me what foods are you eating? Right. So next thing you know, I just had this way to peel back the covers and to address all the weird crap that was just going on in my head. And the faster I was able to make peace with that, like. Dude, just like you said, it was like a like a thousand pounds came off my shoulders, and it was like, oh gosh, for real? You know what I mean? Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. man. And you know, what? let me so let me let me say something about you. You're such a humble guy. So, um, in the group that we're in, you're not just saying this. Like, this is something that you live. Like, so I had actually come across paths with you uh, because you're so honest and transparent. You're sharing not only everything, but in the same breath. 
if and when you see these other other people struggling and having issues, you're like one of the first people to just jump right on there and give encouragement and share and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, what exactly is it would you have to say <laughs> that, like, inspires you to do that? Like, why do you – because in some of these groups in, – in, in that group specifically, there's over 20,000 people, wonderful group, right? However – Right. I'm not going to say not in a bad way, but you stick out like a sore thumb. Like if anybody knows that group, they're like, oh, yeah, Gabriel, he's the man. You know what I mean? Like what what uh, you know, what what is it about this whole thing that inspires you to just keep coming to people having a hard time and opening your arms and like lifting them up and and helping them out and and sharing the truth about, hey, look, like if you're looking for like perfect numbers, 24 seven, you're fooling yourself like that level of honesty, like nobody else really shares out there you know what i'm saying like yeah. what exactly what inspires you to do that like why are you doing i believe uh last i checked there was like thirty-two thousand in this there group you. Dude. um uh, another thing is i've i forgave myself is number one and the second or even it, it's up there hand in hand with forgiveness i am okay with my disease i've accepted my disease i i I'm, I don't lie to myself anymore. Um, I've accepted my disease. I'm living with my disease. I am uh, helping my disease, if, if I can say helping it, because I feel I'm, I'm keeping it tamed there. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of the people, bro, that, that are on these groups, they're seeking one thing. Um, they're not seeking to get saved. They're seeking a lending a lending hand they're seeking someone to hear them out they're confused they're they've heard they've heard a million things but don't understand one um they don't they don't need one more person to bash them they don't need uh they they they've gone to their doctor and their doctor spoke doctor to them and they walked (laughs) they, they walked out of there like maybe even more confused than when they walked in so all they need sometimes is to take a deep breath and and sit back a little bit, yeah, and man. know and know that it's okay. It's okay. It's it, it's you didn't buy this disease. You you know you didn't buy it. You didn't ask for it. You didn't you know it's as long as you just you got to come to terms with it. Okay, here, let, me, know, let me do this. Let me do this. I'm going to, I'm going to, let's play a good cop, bad cop. Okay. I'm going to throw a right. rock at you. I'm going to throw a rock real hard and fast at you. Okay. Here you go. You ready? Yeah. Well, that sounds good. Gabriel. I understand where you're coming from and uh-huh. I love everything that you're saying, but look, dude, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say I'm okay with it. Um, I don't want to do that or I can't do that or because of the way that I feel about what it can do and all this other stuff for whatever reason, plug X, Y, Z reason mm-hmm. in there. But at the end of the day, you know what, Gabriel, I'm not going to do that. What was probably the uh, first thing that you would want to say to that person? I love you. And I understand you. Woo! <laughs> and oh. that was, that, that is like, uh, I don't want to say love cures at all, but compassion is, is, is a big, big word. Compassion, understanding, uh, uh, deep down inside of us. I, I won't even give a percentage, but I know a hundred percent of us know when we're we're right and we're wrong. There's no ifs and buts. Um, you can actually see someone's post, and you can you can actually 
I, I, I read people's posts and I, I feel like if I'm reading it through their words, like, like I know when they're, when they're, when they're upset and I know when they're, when they're yearning and hurting. It's, it's funny how I feel that I feel that I know exactly what this person's going through. And it's sort of like, you're not the first one to tell me, Hey bro, like you stand out. Like, because I've been in their shoes. I know what it feels like to be alone. And it's very hard to come out and tell somebody, you know, how you're feeling because you feel vulnerable. You feel like you're just, you're just, you're going to throw it out there and you're going to have to put a a metal shield over you because they're coming. All the arrows are coming. They're coming. And, and my arrow is not an arrow of hurt. My arrow is going to be a, of an understanding one. Like, you know, I expect, or I don't expect, I, I kind of, sometimes I wish for and I've have gotten them that maybe within a month or two months or a year I've I've had people message me and say hey you know what I I remember that message you sent me and or that post you commented on that that started my journey and I want to thank you like that started that started for me to take care of myself and you didn't bash me and you didn't you know Eventually, we, we, we do talk after, and I, I give them my suggestions, but I, I never, I never ever, ever tell them, you know, you did this the wrong way, or you effed up, or, no, it's, it's, it's not in my, uh, it's not for me, that, that's yeah, not man. my part, that, that's not my, uh, that's not my, my to go, my go to, so I, I always try to be more understanding towards people, and I, I, I hear them out and I, I don't know their situation, bro. I don't really know where they're at emotionally, mentally. I, I, I don't know. And I, I don't want to press any buttons that, that trigger you to a deeper spot. So I'd rather, I'd rather pull you up, pull you. I want to pull you up and just shake you up a little and then say, Hey, wait a minute. Wait, I'm not, I'm not such a bad person. You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mean I didn't mean to live a certain lifestyle for so long and this affected me this way. Yeah. Well, see it, understand it, forgiveness, uh, and you can get out and you can feel better. You're not gonna get cured. I'm not promising you a cure. Never. I would never do that because I know deep down inside I'm never gonna be cured. But I can live with my diabetes. I can control my diabetes. I can function with my diabetes. I can see my kids go through college with diabetes. I can have a functioning business. I can drive a new car with diabetes. I can do a lot of things. I can look sharp. I can dress sharp. I can go out and and have fun and laugh and smile with diabetes. That's what I want only. I want to be able to be okay with diabetes. And that's my goal and that's what I'm searching for. Dude, and that's we're gonna we're gonna stop it right there, dude. That's gold. That was like that was the mic dropper right there, dude. Because that at the end of the day, that's the essence of knowing yourself, right? So exactly, yeah, man. So here, exactly. let's um, I think, dude. So uh, look, if you're okay with it, Gabriel, you and I are gonna do this a couple of times because, man, like there was so much that you gave through, and honestly, brother, like. I think that you're really just kind of scratching the surface. So if you're cool with it, let's do this again another time. You know what I'm saying? Um, I What I really want to do right now, just because 
uh, we can, I honestly feel like we could just do this forever. Like if you gave me a, a, a cup of coffee, we'll be here till like five in the morning, five days later. You know what I mean? So, um, let's, let's do this. Here's what I'm going to do, brother. I, my beloved friend, um, well, first off, before I do that, um, let's, let's give some people some resources. So first and foremost, we are huge shout out to, you know, the diabetic group. I'm going to put them in. They're going to be the number one resource in the notes section okay so if you want to link up with gabriel and if you're even looking for a phenomenal group of people that are positive that are really just being honest and just putting it out there in a way that we can all lift each other up and help each other out um again one of my favorite groups out there you gotta check them out so that's gonna be in the resources uh you know in the show notes okay so that's gonna be the number one resource there um huge shout out to the group by the way if any of the folks there listen to this um we are gonna be sharing this there as well naturally you know but but more than anything if you're uh, even if, if even if you're on the outside okay phenomenal group um, and if you're just looking for good old fashioned support and really just even if you don't want to get in there and mention anything um it's just a really good place to read and if you just want to give Gabriel some love and just be like, dude, I heard what you had to say. Mm-hmm. You're awesome. Let me give you, let me show you some love. It's a phenomenal way to link up with him. Um, aside from that though, when you say, you know, I use my phone, like, are there any apps, um, you know, that you, uh, you know, that you use when you say <laughs> diabetic class, uh, what's the name of the class? And do you have like any, any books or uh, any YouTube channels or anybody else that you like to like look at or. There's this book that I started. Uh, I still have it, and I carry it like if it's like a Bible. Um, it's it's called uh, Living Well with Diabetes. And just to touch on a few things, I know we got to cut it, but uh, it, it, it just gives you like uh, it's got like over 110 pages. Uh, number one set on page two would say, you know, why check your blood sugar? And it gives you a breakdown as to what's happening. Uh, another section is when to check your blood sugar, you know, and it gives you another breakdown as to what, what affects your blood sugar, how to treat low and high blood sugars, how to check your blood sugar record results, you know, how stress affects you, managing stress, getting active, preventing burnouts. We didn't even touch on the burnouts, bro. Oh, we will, brother. Burnout is, oh, we wow, will, dude. Yeah, we will. Mindfulness. Uh what's in your food mindful eating you know it, it's it's on and on and on and on and and that to me has been a a really good resource it's living well with diabetes um there are so many uh, uh coverages out there for for health insurance i i am truly blessed to have my boss uh for the company i work for um uh, i've been there forever uh, and my boss, it's, it's over, I believe we're like, a uh, over 500 employees at this company. We run three shifts and he covers our health insurance completely. Wow. Uh, that, that is like a, uh, I am, I am honored and fortunate to, to be involved with that company. And uh, believe me, when I read the post of people that don't have insurance and they cannot go to see their doctors and they're asking advice. That to me breaks my heart. Like you have no idea, and it keeps me grounded. It keeps me. I'm um, like you know, but it's hard for me. But I also say, hey, you know, I have to find a resource. I have to at least maybe give them a tip on 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 things that have worked for me. But truly, those right there are the posts that really break my heart. We're in a country where we can't have health insurance. Wow, that's that's amazing. But it's that's for a whole separate topic. 
um, what I mean is, is I am, I'm truly blessed to, to you know, in, in my case with, with my job and stuff, but that's why I, I, I try to get the most out of it. I, I, I try to get the most knowledge and I'm always picking up my mans when I need to. I don't let them sit there. You know, I use them. I, I, I have, I use all my tools that are around me. Uh, so right it, just, just, just get out there and seek. I, I can't give you one particular app that has helped me, but if you're out to walking and running, there's millions of apps on your, on your smartphones. Um, you know, for me, it's, I keep it simple. The, the Nike one works for me. Uh, uh, food choices work for me. Uh, my sugar works for me. And, you know, also another thing is just uh, have your doctor as your best friend. Get to know your doctor. If you're lying to your doctor, then that's not your doctor. Your doctor, you should be able to walk in there and, and let him know you run the show. You right. tell him how you feel. You know, or her. that's also that's yeah, or her. That's also another topic. People aren't 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 you know uh, comfortable with their doctors, and they're not telling them exactly how they feel. So your doctor can't really help you. If you need to to get another doctor, you get another doctor. It's plain and simple. You know, uh, don't 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 waste your time. Yeah. Um. But just just inform yourself. Uh, just get out there and, and know when uh, uh, any uh, health fairs are coming up around your town. You know, be involved. Get out there and, and find out. There's there's resources out there. You know, it's just get out of your funk, like they say. And sometimes this disease will put blocks on you. There's blockage, blockage, blockage. It will block you in to where you're, you can't get out of your four walls. But you have to remember baby steps, baby steps. Yeah, every day, man. do something. Every day, do something for yourself that's gonna be a health healthy for you. For sure. That's for that's, sure. That's I mean, that's where I'm at. But also, my number one that has helped me, and not because I'm not advocating for the group, and I'm not saying here join us, and no. But this uh, the diabetes support. Has really, 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 really helped me. That I'll say that because I like that group. <laughs> yeah. I'll say that. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. And here, let's. Uh, so let's just wrap up. I'm gonna give you the. We're gonna do the lightning round. All right. So this is kind of like old school word association. So I'm just gonna throw a bunch of stuff at you, and whatever the first thing is, uh, whatever the first word, the first answer, whatever uh, that comes to mind, you're just gonna blurt it out. I'm just gonna throw another one at you as hard and as fast as possible. You ready? Yes. All right, brother, let's do this. If you, um, you know, if you can go back in time, right. What are three things that you would tell yourself when you just walked out of the doctor's office? Did I schedule an appointment after did being I, I schedule after being diagnosed? Schedule, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. After being diagnosed, uh, take it serious. Uh, live for today. And uh, learn to forgive. Wonderful. What, what's, uh, what's something that you did in the very, very beginning that really started to take off? Like where you really started to take off, build momentum and build a little bit of confidence. What was that? Oh, I started walking. Awesome. Walking cleared, walking cleared my mind. If you could leave anyone with type two diabetes, diabetes with one message, okay, whether it's to inspire them, like educate them, motivate them or whatever, what would it be? 
Uh, love yourself. Right on. And then here's here's one. Um, if you were a superhero, if you can have one superhero power, whether it was just when you were like nine years old, or even it's a superpower that you can have today, what would that superpower be? Uh, if I can eliminate something, any superpower or, in the world, you could fly. Any you could, yeah, anything. Eliminate diabetes. Amen. And then here's the last one, dude. Here we go. What was the last thing that you ate? I just ate a, uh, in Spanish, it's called carnitas. Mm. <laughs> with, uh, I had a piece of carnitas with a lot of pico de gallo. Yes, I want some. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, brother, that's it, man. Well, hey, uh, thank you, Gabriel. Uh, man, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to before we wrap up? Um, uh, there's so many, I, I would feel, um, it would be a long list for me not to mention everybody, but I, one, one, one is I would like to thank my God. Hey, amen to that dude. <laughs> That's it. My God. And just, just for him, uh, my higher power, just to helping me get out of, of my dark place. Right on, right on. Well, Hey. Thank you, Gabriel. Dude, this was awesome. Uh, yeah, we're definitely going to do that again or do this again, right? Um, yeah, man. Hey, I just want to thank you and uh, yeah, have an awesome day today. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, hugs your way. Thanks to uh, everybody on the cast. And I appreciate your time and I appreciate everything you're doing. You're doing for this. This is, this is awareness. This is what we need. This is awareness right here. For sure, man. Well, thank you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our brother Gabriel. Look, if you want to show that guy some love or even if you want to like links to the resources and even the Facebook group that he's in, go ahead and actually I'm in too. Go ahead and check out lifeovertype2.com backslash episode five. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash episode five. And we'll see you in the next one. Many lives and help save as many families that deal and struggle with the same medical condition that I have, which is type two diabetes. And so if this helps you, if this helps anybody else, by all means, share that with them. Um, I'm a firm believer. I don't want to throw rocks at one diet versus another. I would rather take all of that attention and lift up somebody else with the same medical condition that I have that came across on the other side of the fence. Okay. And here's why. Okay. When we understand, okay. Oh, let me give you a couple more, uh, goodies here real quick. When we understand that everybody's different, the diet mix, the exercise mix, all of that stuff is different for everybody. Okay. The faster we can just lay it out on the table and the faster we can share one another's struggles, it becomes that much easier for someone else to say, Oh dude, I have the same struggles. Let me match mine up and bingo. They've got the answer or at least have a whole series of things to tests faster and easier than they've ever had before. The bigger thing is to try our fastest to flatten the learning curve and eliminate as much failure as possible. That way we're not taking on damage. And uh, yeah, man, um, let's just get out there and just help one another. And that's really about it. So um, I hope that serves you well. If that did, go ahead, like, subscribe, but make sure that you go ahead and share this and we'll see you in the next one.